0: Pool Together is the world's number one prize saving lottery, and this is the Pool Together Community Podcast. Visit PoolTogether.com to deposit.
1: Okay, hey, welcome to the Pool Together Community Podcast, episode number three. Um, I'm Smart Investor, and today we have Leighton Kuzak, the co-founder uh, and dare I say a visionary behind Pull Together. Um, so we're going to we're going to talk start we're going to start with a little bit about Pull Together, just cover a few themes, and then we'll we'll expand into uh, sort of Leighton's thoughts on other projects that are interesting, a bit about his investing and and NFTs and you know whatever else comes up. Just, uh, just to be very clear, this this is not financial advice. Uh, nothing we say is uh, is for educational information purposes only. And of course, uh, crypto and digital assets are unregulated and very risky. And so you could lose some or all of your money invested. So, with that being said, uh, Leighton, uh, welcome.
0: Yeah, thank you for having me.
1: Uh, so, um, how's uh, how's how's everything? been so far over christmas and new year with with yourself.
0: Yeah, it's been good, you know, it's one of the few times, maybe the only time in, in the year when I um, you know, try to not check crypto prices for a while and, and and be on my phone less and so it was definitely a nice a nice little break. Um, and it's all, always nice to come back, you know, feeling refreshed and excited for another year.
1: Okay, no, that's good. And uh, actually I should have uh, just uh, uh, could you just give us a very quick uh, sort of background, just a go of who you are for people who may not know who you are?
0: Yeah, yeah. So my name is Layton. Um, I've been working in the uh, in the crypto world broadly, specifically kind of in the DeFi space, um, full time for um, almost almost coming up on three years now, I think. Um, and so I, um, one of the early contributors, one of the early core contributors to pool together. Um, the protocol, I was also, or I am also the co-founder of, um, of pool together Inc. the company, which is one of the contributors to the protocol as well. But, um, so that, so that's been probably my biggest sort of contribution in the DeFi space, but I also, uh, work on other, some other protocols, contribute to some other protocols as well as, um, as well as a few other projects. So just broadly speaking, I'm, a <clears throat> someone involved in DeFi, uh, in crypto, uh, and, and really love the space and, um, Yeah. And just trying to contribute any way I can to push it forward.
1: Okay. Now that's, that's very interesting. So um, I've got so many different directions to go, but let's just, let's, (laughs) we'll just, we'll start with pull together and then we'll, we'll move on. Yeah. um, What's been your, so uh, with the start of 2022, so what's your, uh, first of all, can can you just, just remind everyone about the vision and the the reason behind Pool Together, because you have explained this in the community interview, which I'll put in the show notes. Uh, but can you yeah. just sort of remind us? Yeah. Because it's obviously not just about making money for for the protocol or for the token holders. it's more, more than that. So please share that with us.
0: Yeah, yeah. So, so the Pool Together protocol is a protocol for facilitating um, prize savings on the blockchain. And uh, prize savings is is a concept that's actually been around for for a long time. Um, in some countries, it's very popular. In some countries, it's less popular. But the basic concept is it's like a savings account where you deposit money, you can withdraw it whenever you want to, you never lose your money. But um, uh, instead of earning um, like a small fixed interest rate while you're deposited, you sometimes earn an interest rate, but in addition to earning interest or, or sometimes instead of earning interest, you have a chance to win um, large prizes. And so basically the, 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 the research behind price savings has proven that it's a way to help people save money. When people have the option of using price savings, they tend to save more money, they tend to save their money for longer, and they also it also attracts brand new people. Um, so, that, so that's what, what pool together is and what price savings are. Um, you know, so the, the motivation behind it, as you kind of referenced, Smart Investor, really came from this idea of um, doing research around how can we use blockchain technology to empower people financially. Um, and in the course of that research is when I came across this idea for price savings accounts. And that's when I thought, hey, if this was built on the blockchain, you know, it's an idea that's proven to help people financially. And if it was built on the blockchain, it would function a lot better than it does right now. And so that's, uh, that's kind of the genesis of how Pool Together the Other got started.
1: Okay. So, so looking at 20, 2022, where we are right now, January 2022, how, how far do you think we've come with Pool together in terms of realizing this sort of vision or, or sort of purpose? And, and what do we need to do this year? In particular, to sort of uh, help get a- yeah,
0: yeah. I mean, that's a really, really good question. Um, because, in a sense, in a sense, not very far, but in a sense, really far. So, so uh, let me start with wh- why. In a sense, we've we've gotten really far. So, um, what what has happened over the past two years is the protocol has been built, um, and the protocol is now it's now built. It's it's been deployed onto the blockchain the governance has been decentralized with the launch of the pool token. So we now have a fully decentralized, non-custodial, secure protocol on the blockchain. So from that perspective, we've come a really long way. Um, but if you actually look at like how many people are using it, how much money is being deposited into it, how, much, how many people are saving money, from that perspective, we have a long way to go. Um, I don't have the numbers right in front of me, but I think the, the current, the V4 of the protocol has like $28 million deposited right now, I think like 8,000 unique depositors. So, you know, in the crypto world, that's sort of a lot, That's, that's especially from a user perspective, that's a lot of users because it's a pretty small amount of numbers. But if you think about the fact that there's, you know, 7 billion people in the world, it's, it's, uh, it's a pretty early start. So um, I think the thing, to, to, to get to your question, 2022, I think, for the protocol is really about... Um, it's really about sort of scaling. It's really about saying, okay, yes, now all the pieces are in place. The decentralization is done. The protocol is battle tested. The it's audited. It's secure. Now it's time to to say, okay, now that all these pieces are in place, how do we scale it? How do we, how do we let more people know about it? How do we help make it easy for people to access integrating with, you know, other financial services and things like that? Um, so from that sense, we're just scratching the surface. But in, in the sense of um, the protocol itself, it's, it's like a fully complete, robust protocol. And so from that sense, it's, 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 um, it's really done. So I think that's, uh, that's sort of the two facets to that answer.
1: Okay, so just um, in terms of your voice, can you maybe speak more into the microphone because you're coming in and out? In terms yeah, sound.
0: sorry. Um, okay. Yeah, let me know if it's a
1: problem. Uh, yeah, okay, that's better. Okay, great. Now, so, so this is. Would you say that, in terms of buying crypto space, that pull together is unique, or are there other protocols which are kind of, you know, in the same sort of, uh, um, uh, you know, same kind of mission, if you like, that you're aware of? Um, so there are a couple others. Like the one
0: that jumps to mind is one called Good Ghosting, which is um, specifically around helping people save, but. But I would say it's it's really it is really unique, and the reason I would say it's pretty unique is because um, most protocols in DeFi are really very financially uh, heavy. Like they're like options protocols for like trading options, or they're like derivatives protocols for creating derivatives, or synthetics protocols for creating synthetics. And these are things that are obviously important, they're useful, et etc. But they're very they're very kind of niche. They're they're very they're, very, they're highly specialized would be the way to say it. Whereas pool together is really something that's um, useful for anyone, almost anyone, right? Uh, who, like who doesn't either have savings or need or wants to have savings? And so I do think pool together is unique in that it is something that's not—it's um, not necessarily like a super niche financial product, but it's actually something that's very broadly applicable. And that's why I think you hear a lot of people say um, pool together was the first ever DeFi application I used. Um, and I think uh, you know that's because it's. Uh, yeah, it's because it's um, it's easy to understand. It's broadly applicable to anyone. You know, not not everyone's going to want to trade options on the blockchain, but everyone has wants to save money.
1: That's good. Okay. Um, is there anything else that you'd like to mention? Pull together anything exciting or anything uh, you know we've got planned or, or you know, for twenty twenty two or uh, any other initiatives which 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 you'd like to share.
0: Um. You know, I think that I, yeah, I would just sort of reiterate what I was saying. I, I think 2022 is going to be really exciting because it's it's less about building and more about scaling. And obviously, scaling, right. you know, you have work, but it, it's cool. You know, if you re- rewind one year, the pool token hadn't even been issued the the protocol hadn't been um, the protocol was still non custodial, but it hadn't the the governance hadn't been decentralized. And so, when we were walking into 2021 we weren't ready to scale walking into 2022, the protocol is ready to scale. It's, it's, again, it's audited, it's, it's tested, it's built, it's used, et cetera. And so um, I think it's a really exciting time because scaling is a lot of fun. And uh, and it also requires a lot more unique skill sets, right? It's a lot different skill set to scale something than it is to just, just build something. And so Mm -hmm. I think it's a really good time to get involved in the community because there's a lot of opportunities around how do we, how do we scale this? How do we make this accessible
1: and easy to use? Okay. That's great. Okay, great. Um, so let's move on to some, some other areas. So uh, you mentioned pro- projects and protocols that you're working on. What, what can you tell us? What, what's the? Uh, can you tell us about a couple of these and, and you know, why you're involved in them and what, you, what is the vision behind those, those other protocols or projects?
0: Yeah, well, I've been pretty involved in Compound. So, compound finance for for those of you who may not be aware is a um, is a is a lending and borrowing protocol, um, as well as Aave, which is another lending and borrowing protocol. Pool Together uses the protocol, uses those for yield, and so that's sort of why I initially got involved in those protocols. Um, So, just from a governance perspective, I've been involved in that. Uh, I'm also involved in um, uh, Venture which is a uh, it's it's an investment. fund and uh, uh, like an on-chain investment fund. So we do a lot of investments into like early stage crypto projects. Um, and then I'm also involved in PleasureDow, which is a um, NFT uh, collection, uh, art, like art collection group. So those are those are a few of them. But I do think, you know, just real quick, I'll say broadly speaking, one thing that's really cool about crypto in general is that it's pretty normal to work on multiple different projects. Because... That's just sort of the way crypto works. Everything's interrelated. Everything's connected. And so it's really fun to be able to, um, obviously, you know, pool together is what I contribute to the most, but it's, it's fun to contribute to a lot of other things as well.
1: Yeah, no, no, absolutely, absolutely. And um, in terms of, like, uh, the, the sort of governance and, and so on, what is, do you bring any, is there anything specific you do there, or is it uh, sort of more just about providing, what's the kind of input that you're giving?
0: Yeah, it's more just being an active participant in the community. So it's not like an official role. It's more of um, you know uh, on on the governance forum, responding to things, voting on things, okay. engaging in things. You know, there's 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 a lot of people who hold governance tokens, and there's not that many people who actually actively participate. And uh, right. yeah,
1: okay. No, no. I think that's that's always, uh, always, always a always always a thing that. Uh... It's sort of important, isn't it, to, to, to make sure people are actively participating. Yes. Um, okay. Um. I might come to Chuck. Chuck's got a question about being able to listen to the Woo album, Pool Token Holders. <laughs> sure. I've never even heard it. So, uh,
0: <laughs> hopefully, hopefully we can hook that up for Pool Token Holders at some point, but I will say, as of now, I have not heard that
1: album. <laughs> All right. So- as much NFTs, uh, well, why don't we? Well, since we since we're talking about uh, this album, let's just talk about music NFTs before we go to general. Like um, we had, oops, uh, a couple of weeks ago, who was saying that you know music NFTs are, are li- likely to be very important. And I've I've been following things. Cooper Trupo is talking about getting involved with these. What's your thoughts on and you know involvement on music NFTs and where they're likely to be headed?
0: Yeah, well I guess I'll say I don't have um I don't have any involvement in music NFTs, I'm not involved with any projects or things like that. I, I do think it makes a lot of sense um just in the sense of sort of like first editions. Like I think NFTs like if if I could buy the first edition of a song um that an artist mints and says like, Hey, this is my first edition of this new song, I can see why that's super compelling to own for an artist that I really like. Um and so I do think that makes a lot of sense. Um, I also think there's probably a lot of applications where if you can start tracking people playing a song and then uh, be able to distribute royalties on-chain, that could be uh, a great application. So I, I, I think I would agree with OOPS for sure that there's a lot of opportunity there, but it's not something I personally am actively involved in.
1: Okay, let's, go, let's cut to the chase. Tell <laughs> us about the Bordeaux Club. <laughs>
0: the 48 Yacht Club so this is this is my one of my biggest financial losses I have a lot of financial losses I can tell you about which is okay one thing I want to say too just, just at the outset is like I promise you everyone you everyone you you everyone is about one tenth as rich as you think they are <laughs> like there's a, there's sort of a a little bit of there can be a toxic culture around crypto of people talking about having a lot of money or, or, or making a good investment and and it's there's a huge signals and noise thing, and, and, and so I guess I'm just saying this to like encourage people, um, you know, don't don't compare don't compare yourself, et cetera. And, and I like to share stories of like, of you know how I've just missed out on a lot, a lot of financial gains um, to 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 sort of um help help people understand that. But anyway, so so my board ape story is that board apes, for those of you who don't know, are a very popular NFT. I don't even know what the floor of them is right now in terms of US dollars, like what the cheapest one is. It's probably like $250,000, I think. Eight. Yeah, I think sixty-eight. Uh,
1: I think.
0: That's, that's the cheapest one?
1: I think so. Last time oh, but Maybe someone can just double check that for me, but yeah.
0: Okay, so quick math, um, that's like $260,000. So I, um, I was actually given a board aid. <laughs> and I got married in July of this year, or last year. And I needed to pay for my wedding. And the board Ape had gone up to 1.8 ETH. It was worth 1.8 ETH, which I was like, that's a lot of money. If I sell this board Ape at 1.8 ETH, that will help pay for my wedding. So I sold it. And that was in like the middle of July. And then like, if, for those of you who recall, like the end of July, the beginning of August is like right when everything sort of took off. And yeah, so, you know, now if I had held that Ape, it's probably worth $350,000, but I, I didn't I sold it to uh, to pay for my wedding so um anyways that's that's probably one of my one of my um one of <laughs> my biggest financial losses. I'm sure there's a lot of others, but I don't take the time to to calculate them all.
1: Um, what, what, do you have any uh, less learnings or lessons from that, or do you think it was just just like you know you? it helped you and so, so it was good or would you know is, is there anything that you're taking away from that or or is it just just one of those things
0: well I think the first thing I take away is just like you're 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 not gonna you're not gonna win them all you're not gonna get everything right mm-hmm. and like don't stress out about it like that's that's the that's my biggest takeaway is in in an industry where there's lots of different things that are going up or going down in, in really large ways, you just have to let go and be like, I'm going to miss big opportunities. I'm going to hopefully get some opportunities, but I'm not going to stress out about the ones I miss. So I think that's the biggest lesson for me. I mean, sure, in hindsight, I should have held it, but who knows, may, maybe, you know, the probability of it having gone from 1.80 down to 0.50 could also just as easily have happened, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I, don't, I don't necessarily look back on it and say, man, I really made a big mistake. I just sort of look at it and say um, that was just an opportunity I missed. But like, I, I, I don't know. I, I, I don't, I don't, I guess I don't, um, yeah. I'm not to. Sure. <laughs> Sorry. 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 So it's the moral, we, story. moral We've got feedback
1: from the community. <laughs> so you've yeah, I've got love and exchange is one. Uh, yeah. The wedding was a better return on investment another one moral of the story is don't get married <laughs> 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 you got different, no, different views it,
0: was it. You. It, was, it was worth it i mean you know i will say that i am happy I, I i think if if i hadn't sold it if i had sold it for just for for not a specific reason i think i probably would be beating myself up a bit more uh, but like because i sold it for a specific reason to help pay for this wedding i think that makes it more uh okay in my in my mind
1: yeah okay um but then moving on to other NFTs, uh, uh, what what were some of the other projects that you uh, you know have or hold or anything, you know that you that you're able to share or willing to share? Yeah, well, I, I to be honest, I, I don't own that many NFTs. So
0: I recently bought the MFers um, because I thought just I, I I know it's a cliche, but I like the art. I just think they look cool. So I bought some of those, and those were really cheap. They're like less oh, than... which one was that? It's the MFER. It's like MFER. It's like the sort of cartoon character drawings. And they're just sort of fun. And well, let me see. Maybe I can pull one in the chat here for people. But yeah.
1: um, will put it in the show notes so everyone can see. see yeah, it. yeah. I put it in the show
0: notes. So I did. I did recently buy those. Other than that, um, yeah. I have. I haven't bought a lot of NFTs. You know, and I did. I did help start PleasureDAO, which is a large NFT. Um, like I said, NFT collection group but that was really, it was not a premeditated thing. It was super coincidental. I, I, I just, there was a specific NFT. I knew it was going to sell for more than I could afford. And so I wanted to get a group of people together to buy it together. And, um, yeah, the floor, Tim, the floor on those MFers has gone up a lot. Um, but, uh, so so I so I am involved in NFTs, but I'm actually not. I wouldn't consider myself like an NFT person. Like I very much consider myself a DeFi person. So I, okay. I don't. I'm not an expert. I'm, a, I'm not a, a huge expert on NFTs. I don't. I don't trade them. I don't flip them. Other than the board ape, which I was given, and then I made a really bad trade on. So clearly, no one should be listening to me about
1: NFTs. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's fine. Um, okay, then let, let's talk about uh, other projects. Interesting to you. So. Um, yeah, just anything else that, that interests you in whatever aspects of blockchain or crypto?
0: Yeah. I mean, the thing that, that has been most useful to me lately has been the bridges. So I've been using like HOP mm-hmm. protocol a lot. Um, I think those are, those are really well done. I, I think going into 2022, I think a big theme... Is going to be wallets. Actually, like I think with the Zapper mm-hmm. wallet coming out, I think that's going to be a really big deal. I think um, Coinbase already has a wallet. I-, I think they're probably going to keep working on improving that and improving the integrations. So I'm definitely that's definitely a space I'm sort of paying attention to is the wallet space. Obviously, Rainbow Wallet's been doing a lot. Um, what else? Something about have uh, been used recently that's fun. You know, using, using these other you know, non Ethereum blockchains is a lot of fun just because it's cheap <laughs> to use. Um, it's, re- it's really sad when, to think about how expensive Ethereum has become because it just wasn't, it didn't used to be that way. And it, it's sad for me to think about people who are new to the space who are coming and want to learn and want to try these things and they're not able to. And um, yeah, so I, I also think the crowdfunding stuff, like the juice box, Obviously, you saw it with Constitution DAO. Juicebox is a tool that's used for crowdfunding; it's essentially like a Kickstarter. I think that's um, that also is like a really interesting space. Sort of like how do you help people raise money and then deploy that money to do um, interesting things?
1: Yeah, no, I think that's that sounds yeah you know, pretty interesting because a lot of people I think are trying to. Um, set up DAOs on there for all kinds of different things, X Games I heard about, someone wanted to buy that, and I think a soccer team, someone was trying to buy that as well. Yeah. Uh, in England, so it's kind of big. Um, okay, and are there any other uh, sort of areas uh, sort of outside of DeFi, NFTs, you know, that also interest you or, or that you'd like to explore more? Uh-
0: Man, I, not that I have any, I think enough knowledge to talk about, (laughs) you know, I, I, have been, yeah, I, have been so focused on sort of the DeFi space specifically that I'm sure there's a lot of really cool stuff going on, but I'm just not able to, um, to keep up with it all.
1: Yeah, no problem. Okay. Well, let's talk about your best and worst investments then. Can you, obviously we know about Florida Club, but what else you, can you
0: tell us? Yeah, Borde Biakko was, was my worst investment for sure. I think my best investment actually was Unisox. Um, okay. Can so Yeah, so for those, those who aren't aware, Unisox is a, a token that represents ownership of a pair of socks that was created by Uniswap, the, the protocol, the, com- the, the Uniswap Labs, the company behind the protocol. And um, yeah, Unisox are sort of a, to, to me they're sort of like a um, very much like a kind of like a DeFi OG thing to, to own because they've been around for a long time. Um, and they, uh, yeah, th- yeah, they've been, ar- they've been around for a long time. Sorry. I'm getting distracted with the chat, but they've been a lot r- around for a long time. And, um, and Uniswap is obviously like the, the largest DeFi protocol. And so I bought the Unisox um, shortly, or or a bit after the Uni token was launched. And at the time, um, they were like $3,000. And then, which was obviously a ton of money, but I had gotten the airdrop from Uniswap. And so I thought, hey, I got this airdrop. So why don't I use it to buy Unisox? And so I did that. And after I did that, they they went up a lot in value. Um, And so that was my best, I think that was my best ever investment um, was the Unisox. But again, you know, this is what's so funny. Like that wasn't a... That was not a premeditated, you know, develop a thesis and sort of like, you know, it, it was very much just like, hey, this is cool. I'm going to buy it. I don't really care if it goes to zero. I got this uni airdrop, so I'll just use these tokens to buy this. Um, so I guess it's kind of funny how that, how that works. But that was, I think that was my best investment. My worst, I think, was, also, was the selling of the board ape, although I've definitely sold you know, a lot of Ethereum at like $300, which if I had kept, I would probably have a lot or I definitely have a lot more money.
1: Yeah. So the unit, the unit socks, you uh, people in the chat are saying that they, they've redeemed them. So you actually get a, so you, so what does that mean? So you, you actually get a pair of socks? Or, or well, so stuff? yeah, so you,
0: it's a token, it's a token. And then you can at any time redeem the token to get the pair of the physical socks sent to you. And so, you know, and when this when this launched, they were like twenty dollars. Okay, right. So when I bought them at three thousand, that was like really high, but they went way higher. <laughs> so so it became not as high, but um, but yeah, the Unisocks, the the hacky sack, Someone's asking about the Hacky sack. That that's a, a similar concept, but that was done by Gitcoin. Same concept, though.
1: Um, okay, is it true it's eighty eight thousand dollars now? Unisocks. I got the wrong one. No, that's no. it. Yeah. Wow, wow. So I, actually... I
0: sold. I sold mine.
1: <laughs> okay, okay, um, okay. That's no, that's that's great. So, um, right, I'm going to look at some questions. So, okay, let's have some fun questions now. Uh, sure. Which which uh, who who would be the, your favorite celebrity to onboard into crypto? Ooh, that's a good question.
0: My favorite celebrity to onboard. Uh, man, I mean, these aren't celebrities, but I, I would love to onboard more politicians. You know, it's really, I, I, I really, I, I, tr- I authentically believe if everyone understood the technology, they would, be, they would be for it. They would believe in it. And I really, so that makes me really passionate about helping people understand why this is important, why this matters, and why this can really help a lot of people. And so I I would love to have the chance to onboard some of these politicians who are really anti-crypto because I think if you could sit them down and explain it to them, they wouldn't be anti-crypto anymore. And so, um, yeah, (laughs) I want to onboard the feds. No, uh, yeah, so I guess that's, that's maybe not the best answer, but in terms of prominent people, you know, I'd love to get like, Joe Biden download a wallet and like set him up on like a few different things so he could like really understand it. Um, I think that would be awesome.
1: And so how? So so I am, I'm planning to uh, onboard some some of my colleagues at uh, work on into uh, crypto. So, how, I mean, how? So how would you do that? You know, bearing in mind it's, it's almost impossible. to Do the theory. Like, so what would be what would be the approach you would take to? Let's say Joe Biden said, "Okay, I'll give you a couple of hours." How? What would you? Uh, what would be the process, or what which protocols or whatever would you use? You know, because of course, apart from Ethereum.
0: Yeah, I would. I would use Polygon as a network, and I would use like either like probably Coinbase Wallet or Rainbow Wallet um, as the wallet, um, and then I, so I'd get them to download the wallet. I would set the wallet network to Polygon. And then I would, um, I would, I would just initially send them like, you know, ten or twenty dollars because it's not about the amount of money, it's just about using mm. it. And I would send them some money, and then I would say, "Hey, go deposit into Aave, deposit into Pool Together, um, borrow, borrow against your deposit on Aave. Like, try all these different things out. Go, go to Uniswap and make a swap. Just try them. That, that's the whole thing. It's like you just have to try this stuff. Um, so I wouldn't say I wouldn't be concerned. And then once you try it, I think people then will. Um, I think people then will, um, will will naturally, you know, add more money because they'll be like, "Oh, this is really cool. I want to put more money to pool together, so I'm going to deposit more." But um, yeah, that, that 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 would be my uh, my my path to do it.
1: Okay. No, that's, 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 yeah. That's good. So will Can someone please reach out to the White House so we can <laughs> set up? maybe we can uh, do that live live stream? Okay. I've got a, so last week. Uh, well, actually, today. Uh, uh, yeah. So last week's podcast, we had Chris K talking about Cardano, and he was kind of quite bearish on on it. What's your view on Cardano as, as a protocol in the future? Do you think it's 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 gonna sort of be strong as Ethereum or, or not take off? What's your view?
0: I don't have a view on it um, because I really, honestly, haven't. I've never used it. I don't know that much about it. I mean, I know it's a, you know, I know it's the token is, 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 is highly valued, but I've never used it. I really don't know that much about it. So I don't think I could have an educated opinion on that.
1: Okay. No, no that's fine. Okay. Um, right. So what else? Uh, um, let's have a look. What else have you got um, sort of? What else do you think? Are you thinking about 2020, 2022 in terms of other? Major either trends or things in DeFi or or other, basically anything else you think which is going to be interesting going forwards.
0: Yeah, I I think I think the biggest trend is going to be um, I think it's going to be a big year for consumer adoption. Um, Like I think the wallets, like I mentioned before, again I think the Zapper wallet is going to be like a big a big piece of that. Um, Like Coinbase making it easier to interact with DeFi. I think a lot of people are going to actually start using these protocols this year so i think it's um i think a lot of stuff's been built and i think this is going to be a year a lot more of like scaling um and yes so so that's that's sort of what i think thematically this year is going to be about and you know i i look back so i'll age myself a little bit here but like in 20 or sorry like 2006 i was using facebook and i loved facebook i was on it all the time all my friends were on it and at this point like Facebook was only available to like college and high school. Like you had to be in college or high school to use Facebook. Mm-hmm. And at that time, it was sort of like unfathomable to me to ever imagine that like 10 years later, my grandma would be on Facebook. But she is. And I think, I think we're at the same place with crypto. I think that we're, we're all using it now. And we're like, well, we're using it. It's great. But like, you know, our parents are never going to use it. Our grandparents are never going to use it. It's never going to get mass adoption. But I actually think it will. I think it's gonna I think the way that um, people have adapted to using Facebook and Instagram, people are going to adopt using crypto. and so um, yeah, I, I think it's going to be a year that we're surprised with um, how many people want to learn about it and want to want to use this stuff
1: so how how what is the process we need to build to scale to you know to a wider audience because uh, it's still because I mean, a lot of my my colleagues who are pretty young a lot of them pretty young they never most of them have never used crypto they've never uh, you know so some of them might have almost tried but they still you know so so it's still not really sort of um necessarily even amongst you know people you think would be you know, more open to it still not sort of widely used i mean what what do you think uh is needed or what, why do you think 2022 will be the year that we do get to much wider adoption
0: yeah so i think there's two there's two ways we get to much wider adoption one is that crypto gets integrated with the existing financial system and then the other is that crypto gets easier to access so on the first point i think we're going to see more things where um like actually coinbase rolled out recently where if you have a coinbase account you can deposit DAI into the compound protocol without, without needing to worry about gas or anything like that, right? And so that's, okay. that, that's, that's, that's going to get a ton of people using DeFi without needing to, you know, in, in a much simpler way. And so I think we're going to see a lot more of that stuff where it's like, hey, if you have, you know, you know, if you're using a neobank, if you're using like, um, you know, you can, you can like, you know, what I, obviously what I want to be working on is like, if, if there's a neobank, you can deposit into pool together via your neobank account, right? So that, that's like crypto getting more integrated into the financial system. So I think we'll see a lot of that in 2022. But then the, the other piece of it is like crypto just getting easier to use. And that's where like the Zapper wallet comes in. And that's where like Polygon and Avalanche and these L2s, like that's where those come in too. And so I think for that to grow, like for that to grow, we just need to make it easier to get started. Uh, um, like, pool, like for example pool together, it's amazing to use if you, if you have money on Polygon but it's really hard to use if you are starting from scratch, starting from zero but I think, I think what will happen in 2022 is it will get a lot easier to start from zero and get into these protocols than it is right now and so that's what I think will, will drive a lot of that growth is basically just making it simpler to get started
1: Yeah because this is the challenge that I've faced because uh, so, Oops told us a couple of weeks ago about Banano and how he and I think also Chark and, and, and many other members of the community started. Uh, and Oops uh, was telling us how he's un- onboarded many, almost everyone, friends, family, just using Banano. So I wanted, I wanted to do the same. Um, yeah. But the only thing is that um, with Banano, which is like a, a kind of, I'm not sure which blockchain it's from, but it's, it's yeah, yeah, it's kind of, yeah. I'm not. Yeah, it's pretty easy to use and very, very warm community. But the thing is, the wallet that they had, you couldn't connect it with a with with. Um, you can't use it on. Like I, I couldn't show people how to do, use Uniswap or stuff like that. So then I said, okay, I've got to use MetaMask. And then I wanted to buy Polygon, but then yeah. I didn't want to bridge it from from Ethereum because it's so expensive. And then, right. Then I thought, okay, where can I buy? But then I bought. But then I think it was on Gemini. But that's on ethereum and so Uh, and then i ended up going to binance and then it's happened now twice two or three times just when i want to withdraw it said uh we suspended withdrawals on the uh, polygon network and then you'd have to take it to bsc and then change. you know so like um i've still got a i've got like a week and a half to get that thematic that i bought on binance onto the um Onto the metamask before I before I onboard board these 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 new people. So uh, that's a real hassle. Um, of course, it'll be easy with Ethereum. But, uh, um, yeah. So so that that's the challenge that I've got. I mean, do you, do you think that's going to get easier in twenty twenty two? Well, for example, with Polygon or some, some other yeah. way.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like you said, the the challenges are very real. There's there's so much like what you just outlined where it's so annoying it's like oh my gosh you have to have you havematic to have tokens on polygon you can't have Matic tokens on ethereum so those challenges are real but but I do think yeah I do think the trajectory is going very much in the right direction you know if if we look at if we again if we rewind 12 months um, polygon f- pretty much didn't exist like it, it existed but there was no, nothing was on it and there was no one using it and so there's just been so much progress made in the last 12 months. And I think we'll see, it again, the same in the next 12 months. And so I, I do think there's some really good teams working specifically on this question of, like, how do you make it as simple as possible to get into crypto to get started? And so that's why I'm, I'm pretty bullish on consumer adoption.
1: Okay. So, um, yeah. Uh, and what else do you think could also in 2022 sort of excite, I guess, the wider World So not just everyone who's in crypto now, but uh, you know maybe expand the interest. Are there any other things that you're you're seeing any trends or specific types of uh, assets or anything which you think might also encourage adoption?
0: Well, yeah. I mean, the first thing I'd say is
1: it's so hard to predict these things. You know, um,
0: early early in 2021 everyone was talking about DeFi. That was like the only thing, early 2021. Yeah. And then, you know, middle of 2021, everyone was sort of burned out on DeFi. And then all of a sudden, it kind of seemed like out of nowhere, everyone started talking about NFTs. And so I, I, I do think the NFT narrative has sort of like burned out. And so I do think there'll be a new narrative soon. I don't know what it will be. Um, but I think it'll we'll just kind of come out of nowhere. So, so that's I the we I wanted say.
1: to know from you was well, what's coming next, which we don't know about.
0: But, yeah. yeah, I mean, <laughs> it's hard to predict, but I, I do think one narrative that you might see that might get more attention is, is this, um, I, like I, I think people got really excited about like the constitution Dow like this idea yeah. of pooling money, like the sort of, it's sort of like crowdfunding 2.0. You know, people always loved Kickstarter and all that. And this is sort of like the new, the new version of it. And so I could see that getting some, in terms of getting broad attention outside of, um, outside of people already in crypto. But at a high level, what I'd say is, it's very hard to predict. And if you predict it, you usually end up being wrong.
1: <laughs> mm. Yeah. Just on that point, um, this, uh, I, I was very interested in, in sort of this kind of crowdfunding, a lossless sort of crowdfunding. Yeah. Just like we have here pulled together, but I was on the um, Alchemix, um, was it Christmas Eve, uh, fireside chat, which is funny. Those, their fireside chats go on for hours. I think that one was on like four or five hours, and wow. I was desperate to stay on because they were giving these. Um, so that they had this uh, twelve days of alchemix, alchemixus. Well, yeah, alchemix plus Christmas, and uh, they were giving these twelve NFTs, one for every day, and it depended on how involved you were with the community. I think I got about half of them, but um, anyway, I was. So I was staying on there desperately because uh, I, I just wanted the NFT, you know, that NFT because you had to be on that call. I only found that later was the first hundred people, which I didn't need to take for like hours and hours. But anyway, uh, there was <laughs> an interesting. Yeah, they're they're kind of crazy. The guy who, who, who runs them, me I think he's like a, Yeah, I think he's like you know one of the brains behind the um, the you know the the, the organ the press call. but he, he's like so it's kind of it's very different. Shall we say from pulled together because it goes on for hours. There's music. There's kind of craziness and stuff like that. But anyway, uh, there was they did turn serious a little bit unexpectedly. And uh, someone was talking about how using Alchemix, for example, everyone could pull together. So just in case you don't know, so Alchemix is like a protocol where you can deposit. I think at the moment it's just ETH and Dai. Uh, yep. And then you can yep. borrow up to fifty percent of that using their this their own token, and then exchange that for ETH or Dai, and then it repays itself. So in the same way that in pull together the interest goes towards winning prizes, what they do is they they take the interest from everything deposited to repay your loan, so you never actually uh, have to repay the loan that you take out. Um, but anyway, what someone was talking about was maybe getting people to pool in yeah in within the al- alchemy w- within like, i guess the better best way i can say it, the alchemists pool yeah put together whatever die is and then use that at the end of the month or whatever use the interest to 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 um uh you know on, on some kind of charity or something like that so i guess i guess that's the kind of direction that uh i think i think you're talking about but i i kind of really like yeah. that idea of lossless you know lossless because basically L- Lich was talking about this a couple of weeks ago in terms of nfts and um um yeah so how artists could be funded in that way but basically you could just put put your money in and you never have to you you, you never have to put more money in but every month a person an artist charity or something is, is being funded so that's kind of really interesting
0: yeah no I, I do think that's really interesting and and you know it's it this might be a good thing to add on. um because it does sort of circle back to pool together is pool together at the end of the day, it's a protocol that facilitates the aggregation and distribution of interest in a no, in a no loss way. That's what it is. And the fact that that interest is distributed randomly is, is just, it's, that's just a parameter. Like it can be random. It can be fixed. It can go to a nonprofit. It can go to a charity. It can go to an artist. It can go to all sorts of different things, but fundamentally the protocol is just a way to securely, and it would no loss deposit money, aggregate the interest from all the deposits, and then distribute that interest. However, people want to distribute it, um, and and so I, I've always thought there's a huge opportunity for pool together around um, those applications. You know, no loss donations, no loss, um, no loss funding, no loss uh, patronship for for different things. So that's definitely something that I think you know it, it, it will it will happen. It's just. You know, you can't do everything at once. So that's sort no, of that. no,
1: absolutely. Okay. absolutely. Great. Well, yes, I think um, let's sort of wrap up there. Anything else you'd like to say um, you know, as we start 2022? Any, any predictions you'd like to make? Just, you know, <laughs> like, yeah.
0: I don't know. My, my predictions are always, are always usually quite bad, honestly. I, I think, you know, the only thing that I can predict is that a year from now, I'm still going to be – in the space. I'm still going to be working. I believe the people on this call will be, and we're going to be you know, building technology that's going to help a lot of people. I don't know what prices are going to be. I don't know what's going to be the most popular uh, trend in a year, but um, at the end of the day, we're doing really important work, and, uh, and if you're listening and you want to get involved, um, dive in. It's a, it's the, the water's warm, and we're here to welcome you. Great. Thank
1: you very much. For All right. Time. Yeah, Thank you. <music>